Hello everyone and welcome to the AstroPage Daily Review by Mikhail Lisakov, episode 8. Today is still 2020, November 4th, and today we're talking about Starlink satellites. Today's paper is authored by Jeremy Treglone-Reed and is entitled Optical to Near-Infrared Magnitude Measurements of the Starlink LEO Darkset Satellite and Effectiveness of the Darkening Treatment. The manuscript is prepared for ANA, and I first will read the abstract. AIMS. Measure the Sloan R-prime, Sloan I-prime, J and K-S magnitudes of Starlink's Starlink 1130 dark set and Starlink 1113 low Earth orbit uh, communication satellites and determine the effectiveness of the dark set darkening treatment for the from the optical to near-infrared. Methods. Four observations of Starlink's LEO communication satellites, Darksat and Starlink 1113, uh, were conducted on two nights with two telescopes. The Chicana uh, 0.6-meter telescope at the Coerama Observatory, Chile, observed both satellites on 5th of March 2020 and 7th of March 2020 using a Sloan R-prime and Sloan I-prime filter respectively. The ESO, Visible and Infrared Survey Telescope for Astronomy, VISTA, 4-meter telescope with the VISTA infrared camera, observed both satellites on the same dates uh, in near-infrared J-band and near-infrared K-S-band respectively. Results. The calibration, image processing and analysis of the dark side images give R magnitude 5.6, I 5.0, J 4.2 and KS uh, 4.0 when scaled to a range of 550 kilometers, air mass equals 1 and corrected for the solar incidence and observer phase angles. In comparison, the Starlink 1113 images give R equals uh, 4.9, I equals 4.4, J equals 3.8, and KS equals 3.6 magnitude when corrected for range, solar incidence, and observer phase angles. The data and results presented in this work show that the spatial darkening coating used by Starlink for dark set has darkened the Sloan R prime magnitude by 50%, Sloan I prime magnitude by 42%, uh, near infrared J magnitude by 32%, and near infrared KS magnitude by 28%. Conclusions. The results show that both satellites increase in reflective brightness with increasing wavelength and that the effectiveness of the darkening treatment reduces at longer wavelength. This shows that the mitigation strategies being developed by Starlink and other LEO satellite operators need to take into account other wavelengths, not just the optical visible. This work highlights the continued importance of obtaining multi-wavelength observations of many different LEO satellites in order to characterize their reflective properties to aid the community in developing impact simulations and develop mitigation tools. So the first thing to say is that the introduction to this paper is very useful. It contains a lot of 
links, uh, a lot of references to other research regarding this um, contamination made by uh, Starlink satellites. The impact of these low Earth orbit satellites uh, differs with different um, orbital height. The satellites orbiting at altitudes less than 600 kilometers will have the greatest impact on twilight astronomy and long exposures using wide fields of view. For the satellites orbiting at altitudes from 600 to 2000 kilometers uh, while being fainter are visible longer throughout the night. And the satellites which orbit above 1000 kilometers will be illuminated by the sun even during the local midnight. So that means that in some near future we will see a lot of satellites throughout the whole night, bright and nasty. And as it is apparent from the paper, the impact of these satellites in near-infrared range uh, is even worse than uh, in the optical, like two magnitudes worse. It is worthwhile saying that Starlink tries to mitigate the uh, negative impact uh, of their satellites on the observational astronomy. And in January 2020, they have launched uh, one uh, satellite that was specially treated uh, to reflect less light. This one is called DarkSat. But actually, it is not that dark. So the authors have conducted observations in four uh, bands, visible and infrared, with exposure times uh, different from 1 second to 30 seconds, and the satellite's trails really dominate the images. As authors point out, uh, the satellites are too bright to be linearly subtracted from the images. That means that images are corrupted and there is no clear way to restore the quality of these images. So the authors have observed two satellites. One is DarkSat with this special treatment and just another Starlink satellite. Uh, the authors have corrected for the different solar incidence angle, observer angle, and the distance to the satellite. They conclude that this special darkening treatment reduces the brightness of the satellite, mostly in visible range, but the efficacy of this treatment uh, drops severely towards the near-infrared range. The dimmest observed magnitude of the dark set satellite uh, was 6.5 magnitudes. Um, at this time, the uh, satellite was at around 900 kilometers above Earth. So that means that uh, most probably we will not see many of these satellites, but they still will be an issue uh, for the long exposure wide field observations. So the bottom line of the paper is that uh, this darkening treatment is a good thing, but uh, it is not enough and special attention should be paid to the infrared range. But naked eye astronomers are more or less on the safe side. So go out and look at this magnificent, beautiful, starry sky. Thank you for listening and see you tomorrow.